Now, today's guest literally saved my sanity on several occasions while living in the States. One Direction may have released the best song ever, but this woman is truly the best mum ever. Along with my mum, obviously. Sorry, Rita. It's my incredible friend, Miss Elle Sullivan. Brad, hi. Hi, Elle. <laughs> I'm so glad that like you're here. I mean, I'm I'm sad that we're not, we're both obviously from Essex, but I'm, I'm sad that I can't actually be with you today. Yes, we're too far away to have a social distance meetup, aren't we? Unfortunately, I know, I know, but it's all good. Hopefully, this will all be over soon. But um, yeah, thank you for coming to uh, brunching with Bradley and actually like virtually brunching with me. I'm well excited to have you on. We've um, we've how long have we been friends for now? 20, oh. 2017 or so it's been like nearly three years nearly three years yeah that's crazy isn't it because I feel like I've known you forever literally and this is the this is the thing like I think we've I've touched on this briefly with some of the other Disney people I've had on that once you've experienced that it literally feels like you've known them for a lifetime once you've gone through that experience with each other it's just like you're in yeah. it for life basically so obviously this is a brunching podcast we're here for the chat but we're also here for the food what are we having for brunch Elle? so i am having um roasted tomatoes on toast with pesto and halloumi which is basically something i've tried to recreate from my favorite brunch place in bristol oh which i'm hugely missing used to go there all the time um it's yeah, it's where the where we used to near where we used to live in the flat. So, yeah, you know when you just really miss something, you want to recreate it for yourself. Hundred percent. And I feel like right now there's so many things. That I'm like, why did I take advantage of that? Like, yeah, before when I could just have it all the time. Hundred percent. Like going out for brunch is just a dream now. <laughs> I know. Well, that's why we're doing it virtually, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I am having a. Um, I'm having like an avocado toast, but the avocado, I'm really annoyed because the avocado I bought isn't, I actually bought four and they were like 59p in Morrison's, which I think is a great price for like a big avocado. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, but they weren't ripe enough and they were, they were ripe and ready, but they weren't ripe enough. And obviously I knew I wanted to make it for the brunch. Um, so I purified it, but because I put quite a lot of tomato in it, it's just, it lost its color completely. <laughs> and it also was way too <laughs> Much oh, no. just look like baby food to be honest it was like oh. red baby food I mean it tasted all right the best part though were uh, firstly I added halloumi and you can never go wrong with halloumi no exactly um, like what was life before halloumi I literally I I don't know the first time I had it but no when I, did like, it come into our lives that's the thing there was just a point wasn't there where everyone just discovered halloumi and I feel like there's no going back now like I'll ne- there'll never be a point where I don't want halloumi no it's, uh, it's amazing it's just something and it's so weird because it's so rubbery and like dry but it just <laughs> tastes so good um but yeah so I bought this um pumpkin I don't know I'll be honest I'm not a massive fan of the bread selection in Morrison's normally I think Tesco have a way better selection of bread obviously I should go to the bakers and support local businesses so I'm not doing a great <laughs> job at that that right now but um I was there guys and I just saw this massive loaf of pumpkin bread and it just looked so good mm. um and honestly I un- I undid the wrapper this morning to make my br- uh, my brunch and just the smell hit me and I was like oh my god I just want to eat the entire loaf of this pumpkin it wasn't pumpkin bread it was just like pumpkin seeds on the bread oh yeah yeah oh I my god to die was it good oh my god like I know I'm I'm like overly raving about bread here, but like definitely the like the best slice of bread I've ever had. Oh, lovely! So go and get you yourself some pumpkin seed bread, everyone. <laughs> we're a, um we're a big fan of bagels in this house, and Ooh. we've got um I got for Adam's birthday actually a bagel guillotine, and it's mm. the best thing that we own in our kitchen. So you put your bagel inside, and you just like slice it through oh my god that makes so much sense it's amazing because you get perfectly equal sides of your bagel it's not dangerous you don't almost slice your hand open when you're cutting your bagel and um you get like a really smooth finish rather than it be all crumbly it's amazing I can just never cut a bagel properly either. Like I always end up with like a quarter of it like hanging off the end. <laughs> just, it just doesn't, <laughs> yeah. it, it never works. So I've never heard of a bagel guillotine. Was it expensive? 
Um, no, I think it was probably about sort of 15, 20 pounds on Amazon. But I actually had the idea from the old TV show, The OC, which when I was a teenager, that was like the best show ever. Um, and me and my friends loved it. We used to go around each other's houses on a Tuesday night to watch the next episode. And we just used to be fascinated with their bagel guillotine. So now that I'm an adult, I am invested in one. <laughs> that is that is life-changing. <laughs> just don't let Arabella get hold of it because she's she like cutting a hand off or something. <laughs> like, mummy really Oh God. I shouldn't say that, should I? I got a bit gory. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got to be so careful now, even like putting saucepans on the stove I always forget to put the handle like tuck it round towards the back now and, that, and now that she's walking and reaching up I've got to be really careful I'm a bit of a klutz myself so did you ever uh, do yeah. any, did you ever do anything stupid when you were a kid that was like, like hundreds of things <laughs> <laughs> I remember once um this is really embarrassing but for some reason I stuffed balls of tissue up my nose what? and I remember, I remember this, I must have been about six or seven and I remember going to tell my mum when I realised that they were too far up that I couldn't get them out and we were supposed to be going on holiday the next day and I remember her saying, I think we were supposed to be going to Disney actually, and I remember her saying, we're not going to be able to go on holiday now, we're going to have to go to the hospital, don't know how, how we're going <laughs> to, she was just obviously so angry with me and I remember she had to get tweezers and just have to reach up my nose and pull them out. <laughs> Oh my god, why would you do that? What was the meant? How old were you as well? That's what I want to know. I think I was probably about six or seven. But I, I thought you were going to say 16 then. So <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, I was old enough to remember it, but obviously young enough to not realise the consequences of shoving yeah. things up your nose. Um, yeah, I used to always do stupid things like that. Spraying my eyes by accident with my dad's aftershave. Oh my And thinking God. that I was going to go blind. I just remember getting myself <laughs> into these little pickles. It's <laughs> um, amazing. I, yeah. the, the stupidest thing I did when I was a kid um, was definitely jumping into, we had this ball pool um in our living room like a pop-up one oh yeah um and we uh, my parents stupidly put it up against the radiator um and I mean I was a psychotic child anyway like I thought <laughs> one day I thought I was Buzz Lightyear and jumped down the stairs I've sent to infinity <laughs> and beyond. like I was I was a ridiculous kid um but yeah this one time I jumped into this ball pool thinking I was like a superhero and thinking it was a lot bigger than it was and just smashed my head on the side <gasps> of the radiator um no. I think I was about three years old and yeah I've got like a Harry Potter scar um on the left side of my uh forehead because Have it, you? I've never noticed that yeah um I mean it's not as cool it's not like a, it's not a lightning bolt sadly <laughs> It's, it's just, your buzz scar though, your buzz yeah, scar. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um and yeah, it just it yeah, it was just a disaster. I had to go to the hospital, get it glued and everything. Oh, that must uh, have been now that I'm a mum, I can just I can't imagine how frightening that must have been for your parents. Yeah. Just um, oh I mean it's their fault for putting the putting it by the radiator, I guess, but <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to all the accidents that may may occur in the future. But also, then looking back on it, like when she stuffs tissue balls up her <laughs> nose, like you're going to be like, "Oh, Arabella, oh, you baby, that's my girl." <laughs> <laughs> um, we will touch on uh, Arabella and um, Elle's uh, new mummy life in a bit. But um, firstly, I want to ask you how lockdown's been. What have you been doing? How have you been keeping productive? Obviously you're a you're a full-time mum right now so I'm sure yeah. that your days have been filled with that but tell us how it's been yeah it's been I think when I speak to anyone they have their sort of um good days and bad days um but I think so literally at the start of lockdown was roughly when she was due to be starting nursery and grandparents were, were going to be looking after her um once a week each and things like that so it was almost like my maternity um maternity cover was about to end my maternity leave sorry and I was about to um start work back up again but then lockdown hit so so yeah she obviously hasn't gone to nursery and we've um been isolating as a family of three but I've I've tried to sort of 
um, focus on the positives of what's come out of it really. So, you know, we've, we've spent time as a family of three, which usually um, most families have said they wouldn't have because either parents are at work, um, you know, you're so focused on busy life. And when all of a sudden, when it stops, um, we're very lucky that Adam's been able to continue working from home, but we've spent a lot more time together, obviously. Yeah, as a three. Um, so I've sort of been, yeah, enjoying that. And we actually had her, we celebrated her first birthday. That was in April. Mm. Um, so that was leading up to that. It was, it was tough because we were supposed to have a nice party and we had family and friends come in to visit um, so we were going to make a whole weekend of it, but at the same time, um, we still made the day extra special. Um, it was really nice actually, cause it was something to focus on. Um, so throughout April, we, you know, we were all doing things for her and we were arranging like surprises. Making um, the most of what, what you could. Yeah. And we were so lucky that we had, um, everyone was sending lots of gifts. So we just, we did end up having the nicest day and I thought you know we're not gonna get this this day again where we're we're celebrating it as the three of us so yeah we just made the most of it and had a lovely time exactly exactly well I um definitely want to talk about um how we met and (laughs) our Disney program because obviously that is that's what brought us together and brought this um amazing friendship to my life I um before before I let you talk about that like honestly I just want to thank you so much for being like such an an amazing friend all round but like honestly I don't know what I would have done for the first like four or five months of my program without you like I just I mean you know this anyway but it it absolutely broke my heart which we'll get more into when you left but I'm not going to spoil anymore. I'm going to let you tell your story. Tell us um, why you applied, um, what the motivation and the inspiration was, um, all the way to leaving as well. Yeah. So um, the the program was something I'd wanted to do for ages and ages, um, and I, I'd known a, a couple of people that had had done it in the past, but it was just something that I never. I just it was just never the right time to apply I never got round to doing it and then before you know it years have passed and um I I'd sort of had a career in events um and I I left that job I'm trying to remember when that was now I think it must have been December 2016 so I left I left my job in events and um Adam sort of hired me to come and work for him because he has his own business which was which was great so that gave us the opportunity to do a bit of traveling and working abroad Um, and while it was actually while we were in Thailand in January 2017 it must have been I just thought I'd had a chat actually with Joey because he's a friend um, from Essex so I already knew him before I, I did the program and I'd had a chat with him saying you know I'm thinking about applying and he he was sort of talking to me about the the process and how he was heading out there later on in the year and um I just went for it I I just applied and then I think we were in Thailand for four weeks so by the end of my holiday I'd had an email back inviting me to interviews and it just sort of went from there and before I knew it um I got accepted onto the program to start in August and I sort of I was overwhelmed but I thought that now is the time while I'm not in a sort of set career um I've just got to do it before before yeah I get sort of too old and you know you don't want to live with regrets so I just definitely how how long had you been with Adam at that point so we met at university so um we'd been together since 2009 my maths is really bad how many years is that so that's eight years yeah, so um, we've we've like been together now for eleven, so it's been it's mental. Yeah, it's, that's nearly half of what my parents have been together. That is crazy. Like my parents, I know. My parents' twenty fifth anniversary this year. So like, oh. it's it it's crazy that you guys have like known 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 each other and been together that long. But was yeah. that did that ever like did you ever question whether like you wanted to like stay at home for yeah. Or was it all, or was 
did you think you know what this relationship's strong enough like I yeah I think that's probably why I hadn't applied for it sooner because um when I first when I was so I graduated in 2010 and Adam actually um, did for one of his years of university he went out to Vietnam for a year and that was just after we'd got together so we'd already sort of experienced the long Long distance distance, relationship and I think ever since ever since that I just always knew that we were stronger than ever I knew that we could we could do it because that was at the especially being at the beginning of our relationship um, to experience that I just knew you know he was he was my, my love of my life. Oh, that's <laughs> um, so cute. I love that. So, yeah, but I'm just, I'm just really lucky. He was really supportive about me applying. And he said, if it's something you really want to do, then you should go for it. So it, I knew that it was going to be really tough to be apart from each other, especially because, you know, skip eight, eight years ahead. Um, you know, when he was in Vietnam, for example, I was at, I was at university. So I had my friends around me. I had the distraction of my studies. Whereas now, you know, we were living in our flat in Bristol. I had a mortgage. So I did have a lot more things to consider. So there was a big worry about going, but at the same time, I just knew it was now or never. Um, but then I guess that's also why I probably struggled out there because I just missed him so much and it was a very long time to be apart I remember I remember that like I think you you started talking about it pretty soon and about the fact that like you obviously missed him a lot because he's a person um but I think I I knew it was coming when you we were let's not skip ahead let's not skip ahead (laughs) I (laughs) am I don't want to get too emotional just yet (laughs) I've not had enough Prosecco yet, you know. Um. (laughs) It was still our first week, I think. And we were in Epcot, weren't we? Yeah. um, We were queuing up to meet sadness. I nearly said happiness. Sadness and joy (laughs) from... From... um, Oh, what's what's the film? Inside Out. Yeah. God, I'm so... My brain. It's because it's very early in the morning. It is. But yeah, so we were queuing up and there was the big wall with the oh what, the memory balls yeah the memory balls and you just went over and said right can someone um take my picture and grab my leg and pretend to pull me like I'm sadness and everyone just looked at each other and I put down my bag I was like yep yeah, I'll do it <laughs> so we just had this strange picture of me pulling yanking on your leg <laughs> everyone in the queue was staring at us <laughs> and yeah I think that was the moment when um yeah, I well, I yeah. That was yeah. That was that was that that day was, and there was was that the same day that Katie had that like row with that person. <laughs> yes. So just to just to shed some light on that story, Katie, I'm really sorry you haven't given me permission to tell the story, but I'm sure you'll be fine <laughs> with it. Um, Katie, who was also in a rival group, lover, um, deepest Leeds accent you'll ever you'll ever hear in your whole life. Um, <laughs> she. We, it was like a, it was food and wine festival when we first started. So KD, L, and myself were like just roaming around the stalls. Um, and this, this like cu- couple, they were a little bit, they were a little bit odd, weren't they? Bless them. Yeah. Um, yeah. They like had barged into KD and KD turned around. She was like, what the hell do you think you're doing? Like, oh God. why are you, do you, are you just going to budge me? And, the, and this woman's turned around. She's like, do you want to have a fight? And like, I just, I literally just remember, I think you and me I'm still cringing. Up. I'm still cringing. <laughs> literally, I was like, this is not happening. We're going to get kicked out of the park on our first day with our main gate pass. We're supposed to be working here in a matter of a few days. Yeah. I would have loved it if she had to like, take them to their table a few days later. <laughs> but yeah, just, that was... That was a great day, though. And wasn't that, didn't we take Katie on Mission Space that day as well when she nearly vomited? Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. She wasn't good at the rides, was she? Bless no. her. No. <laughs> we love you, Katie. Um, <laughs> I hope she's listening to this with a smile on her face and not an angry one. <laughs> um, she but like, yeah. Why did you tell that story for? <laughs> she's going to hate you for that accent. I'll tell I you know. That. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> 
I am the worst at accents, I must admit. Oh, Sorry I'm no better. That. I'm no better. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so we started the programme. Tell us what came next for you. Um, so, what happened next? Well, yeah, we, so we obviously started on Podium, um, and that's obviously the only part of the programme I experienced because I think we were due to go into service in the new year. Um, but, yeah, I sort of had I mean I loved the experience so much and when I look back I remember all the happy memories with a smile on my face but also I think I was just very stressed out there at the same time because I missed um obviously you miss family and friends everyone that goes out there misses um their people from home but I just especially missed Adam and so he he came out to visit I think in October so I hadn't even really been there for very long but that sort of helped me get through and we had an amazing trip we did a we sort of visited a couple of states um which was amazing but yeah I think just as I think also approaching Christmas I guess you found you find it harder then as well because Christmas I love it it's my favorite winter is my favorite season just the build build up to Christmas I absolutely love it and as much as I look back and think oh I'm so lucky that I got to experience the sort of the Christmas vibes in Disney because it was insane and I loved it um I think you get to that point don't you where you you sort of miss family even more and I just I knew I was ready to go home um I think I'd sort of got out of what I wanted from the experience I made amazing friends who um I still get to speak to now which is lovely and yeah I sort of I just knew it was it was time to time to go but it was really hard because it was almost like a secret that I had to to keep for a long a long time because I didn't want to sort of mention it to sort of said it to the management team they're sort of obliged aren't they at that point to yeah yeah I didn't know how long um I needed to give notice and if they were to have found out sooner then it would have been a worry because then they could have got rid of me sooner than, you know, I'd booked my flight home, I think, by then. Um, so I had a date that I knew I wanted to leave by. Um, so I just had to wait a few weeks, I think, to actually sort of let people know. Um, I think I told, like, my closest friends, I definitely told you ahead of yeah. time. Um, but, yeah, it was just, I think I, I spent four months out there and I think that was enough for me, really. And it's so weird for me to think you're only out there for four months. And I think everyone that knows you says the same because it just feels like you were there for the whole programme, even though, like, I'm the day that you left, I cried my eyes out. Oh, it was <laughs> such a sad day. <laughs> did, we go, did we go to Panera, didn't we, I think? Yeah, that was my first and only time at Panera. Oh, my God, you missed out. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> God, I, I, if I could have anything right now, it would definitely be a cheddar and broccoli soup in a bread bowl (laughs) along with my avo toast obviously you know um (laughs) uh yeah and I just remember walking back to Vista from Panera and just sobbing like because it was like you were you were my like best friend out there like we we just got along so well and we just never stopped laughing it was good to have someone to moan with as well when you needed to have a moan and yeah um, just someone to be yourself around I think because we were both from Essex as well I think that just like was another reason that we just connected and yeah just like it, I honestly felt like it sounds so dramatic but I felt like my heart had been ripped out of my chest oh, I, w- I went no. into work and I just was like absolutely wrecked I remember wearing yeah I think I was wearing I wore sunglasses for that whole shift and they put me on chippy stocker so that nobody had to see my red eyes that oh, night, yes. I remember I saw a message come through from you, which you probably sent right before you went on your flight. And I dropped my phone and it smashed into smithereens. So I didn't even <gasps> get to read the message. <laughs> it was literally just like one thing after the other. I was like, no way did this just happen. So yeah, I, I don't <laughs> that even know. That was a bad day for you. I don't even know if I ever saw the message, if I'm honest. So Aww. sad times, but I know th- I know what the sentiment was, so it's all good. Um, but <laughs> you yeah, have to what, go back through the messenger. Was it um, like knowing that you were when you knew that you were going to self term? Like, what hmm. was what was the feeling there? Was it happiness or like more sadness? 
I think it's almost it was almost like a bittersweet thing because it was sad to leave sort of what your life had been for the past few months behind um and obviously with with all the fun times um there came the stress you know like for example most days I must admit at work I didn't really enjoy them come the end um so I don't know it was almost like I was really looking forward to heading home and I knew that I was going to be home for Christmas which was going to be amazing and um Adam was going to come to my parents for Christmas for the first time so I was going to have everyone there together which was going to be amazing so I had that to look forward to and I think that almost made it a lot easier because I sort of I chose the right time because when I got home it was it was an exciting time so then it helped me sort of relax back into my old life um but at the same time I remember facetiming you a lot at the beginning when you'd be in um, Magic Kingdom you'd be showing me the castle and (laughs) it's just it's a really strange feeling sort of wishing you were there but almost wishing I was I wish I, I I wish I could have just had Adam with me and then it would have been a lot easier. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And you don't know that until you're there, do you? So it's just, it's just sadly the way it goes, but... Yeah, yeah. But I do, I just, I love talking about all the sort of funny times, you know, we've got a lot of funny stories. Oh my God, like, yeah, go on, go on, you go, you go. I was going to say like the time when we, um, I don't know, I think we were just really craving something British so we were like oh wouldn't it just be great if we could have some chips and gravy (laughs) (laughs) or cheesy chips and gravy I think it was wasn't it and it was after a shift and we went to Dollar Dollar, Tree Tree, (laughs) and we literally spent three dollars on a bag of frozen chips and some gravy granules and a block of cheese and we went back to your apartment and we set fire to the to the pan (laughs) and set the fire alarm off (laughs) <laughs> so bad like literally I just remember wafting the because of that constant fear that you're going to get termed from the program isn't there <laughs> like I just remember wafting the like smoke out of our apartment I can't believe that that smoke detector obviously didn't work because I don't know how it did not go oh, off oh yeah it didn't go off did it no, no there was actually there was it was almost a fire wasn't it yeah I, I like I remember I remember I don't know what happened. Did we put like too much oil in the pan or something? And it was like, I remember just putting a chip in it <laughs> went boom. Like it just was like... It exploded. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I haven't cooked chips in oil since. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't recommend it, guys. It's not safe. <laughs> the thing is, they were probably oven chips. That's probably why it happened. Like they're not, yeah, I don't they're not... think we were supposed to cook them like that. <laughs> Well, I'm just, yeah, so, I mean, I'm so sad that you self-termed, but I'm so glad that you went, and obviously we're going to touch on um, what happened after you self-termed a little bit after. I feel like I'm on Piers Morgan's life stories. (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) Funny, I was more interested. No, don't be silly. Um, But yeah, we're going to take a very short break, have um, a few more bites of our tasty brunch right here, and we'll be back shortly. Stay tuned. Okay, Elle, I, firstly, how's your brunch going? It's really good, actually. I'm impressed with how much it tastes like the, uh, the Lockside recreation. Very nice, very nice. Yeah. Oh, you have to make it for me when I come over. Yeah, or I just, will. Or just it's, go to the restaurant well, you want. <laughs> I was going to say, actually, I'm surprised I haven't taken you before when you've been in Bristol. So we'll definitely have to go because it's, um, it's really good. I miss it. Is this the one where you said there was like a really nice view when you're when you're there? Yeah, sort of. It's it's a random little place under a flyover actually. But if you um, depending on where you get to sit, you can see the suspension bridge from there. So um, it's, oh really? It's right, yeah, it's right near the harbour side, so it's a nice place to go um, after or before a walk around the harbour. So oh. yeah, it's it's a cute little spot. So I d- I will definitely take you there. Yeah. Down. 
definitely. Um, So I have a um, random question to ask you, if that's okay. Oh, okay. So are you ready? Yeah. (laughs) Pressure on. (laughs) What's the first thing you would do if you woke up one day as the opposite sex? (gasps) Oh, gosh. Just look at it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, that's so crazy. I always say just how amazing it would be to be a man and just be able to like aim where you wee <laughs> is that weird? i don't think so i think i i think um yeah you just any girl if they were to wake up with a willy <laughs> can't believe i'm saying willy on podcast <laughs> um if yeah if you were to wake up with a willy you just want to like look at it and have a wee and <laughs> do other do whatever men do <laughs> amazing that is oh, the answer that is why? the answer of like <laughs> why did i get asked that come on <laughs> probably because i knew you'd answer like that <laughs> i think yeah just you'd just be intrigued to have a wee maybe <laughs> definitely i if i was asked the same question i mean again like if i had like, if I had, like <laughs> This conversation has taken a turn for the worse, isn't it? Um, I guess if I had like boobs, I get. I guess the same. You'd look at them. I mean, there's no aiming necessary for boobs. You just you you give them a little grab, wouldn't you? <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah. Um, right. So we're both messed up in the head, evidently. <laughs> um, oh. Tell us what happened after Disney. Obviously, I I know the journey from Disney till now but I think it's such a crazy story to think if you'd stayed for another eight months in your program where would your life be right now um compared to where it is so yeah tell us tell us what happened after Disney um so like I said got back just before Christmas and um like the year before Adam sort of suggested maybe we we go and work abroad again for a few weeks um, so we booked to go back to the same island that we'd been to the year before in Thailand. Um, so we headed out there in March and the plan was to do two weeks of work um, at a sort of co-working space out there, which is called CoHub. It's really good. I recommend it to anyone that's sort of a freelancer or has the opportunity to, you know, I think actually a lot of people now have realised that they can they can work from home. So um, I think a lot more people are going to be wanting to take sort of working sabbaticals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we headed out to Thailand um, and on our last night, so we were heading to Singapore the next day just for a few days holiday um, and then to Malaysia at the end to finish off our trip. But on our last night on the island, um, he sort of said to me, oh, um, what was your favourite beach that we've explored over the past two weeks? So I mentioned one that was sort of really remote. You sort of have to park your bike at the top of the road and then walk down a little sort of through the trees to get to this beach. So it was sort of in the middle of nowhere. And so we went there on our last night and that's where we got engaged. He proposed, which was amazing it was just such a surprise he'd gone to so much effort to plan it he had like a rucksack filled with a bottle of prosecco and some beers and to you know just to create the magic moment but um i had no idea i was just and then he was sort of he was behaving a bit strangely but he was like oh should we get in the sea i was like yeah okay the the waves were a bit choppy (laughs) <laughs> so we got in the sea, um, splashing around, and then 10 minutes later, we got out and we were watching the sunset. And yeah, I just turned around. He's actually, he captured it on film, which is amazing. So it's nice, oh. little, it's nice to have that memory to look back on. Yeah, um, yeah and he proposed. And yeah. <laughs> That's so, just, that is just like, that is movie moment, isn't it? That's yeah. like, that's incredible. I haven't told that story in so long, but... Um, so I probably didn't do it justice, but oh yeah, no, it like I don't, I, I mean, it just it sounds amazing. Like it really does just sound like when you think about that moment in your life where you want to be proposed to. Like I don't think it gets better than that, does it? No, 
your favorite no. like an island in thailand and um i would love to know what he was like feeling before like all on those moments before he oh he was definitely very very nervous i've never seen him that nervous before and he'd um he'd called my dad earlier in the day to ask permission and to sort of let him know um but to me he was pretending that he had a bad belly so he'd had to go back to the hotel so so we were at work in the morning at the co-working space and he was like going back to the hotel and I was like well, why don't I come with you um I need to go and get this anyway and he was like no 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 and in the end because I was I really wanted to go back with him he had to just pretend he had a bad belly but really he was um on the phone to my dad and he was driving the bike to the local store to get Prosecco and it was just it was funny how um he had this all planned out but I had no idea and you genuinely had no idea like you didn't get like the slightest like no I think happening. when he was behaving strangely on the beach I don't know whether I thought well, hang on a minute like why why is he I don't know I don't know if maybe my mind did think about it but almost as soon as that crops into your mind you you sort of send it straight back out again because then you think oh if it doesn't happen then you'll be really disappointed (laughs) (laughs) so um you know it was a surprise it was it was amazing and then he also um so we I knew that we were going to Singapore and he'd shown me where we were supposed to be staying but he tricked me and actually he'd booked a really nice sort of um hotel um like a sky rise is that the right word? Oh my God. Um, and we had the most incredible view of the Marina Bay Sands Hotel. So it was just, it was just insane because then you're just on cloud nine. We've just got engaged and now I'm, we're in this amazing city and we got to, yeah, celebrate for a few days. It was amazing. We kept it quiet from everyone until we returned home. So oh. it, was, it was really special. And then you had the engagement party. Yeah, so then um, summer came and we were planning the engagement party, which was in August. And at the same time, we'd been spending the summer. Um, we had a lot of weddings that year, actually. I think we had seven, um, one every weekend in July, um, including my sisters. So we had a really busy summer. So at the same time, because we didn't really have much time to start thinking about our wedding, we thought, well, let's, let's host like an engagement party just to celebrate with all our family and friends. Yeah um because a lot of people obviously live all over the country um and we were also house hunting and I think we'd just found somewhere that we'd had an offer accepted on which was amazing but um I think our engagement party was supposed to be on the 11th of August well it was on the 11th of August but on the 9th so two days beforehand um I basically found out that I was pregnant (laughs) that is just (laughs) like (laughs) yeah just it did come as a surprise um and yeah it took us both by surprise and so it was a lot to sort of take on board especially when two days later I knew I was supposed to be facing all my family and friends um and you know we were hosting a party and you know I I love a good drink everyone knows that so (laughs) It was a lot to think about in terms of, right, I'm going to have to pretend that I'm drinking. We had a whole sort of plan sort of mapped out on how Adam would always come over and sort of take my drink from me undercover and then drink it and then hand it back to me and get me a lemonade or something. So by the end of the engagement party, Adam was absolutely wasted (laughs) and I was just a nervous wreck. (laughs) But yeah, so um, so we did have a really busy year. It was just, it was crazy. Looking I back so, now, I, I tell so many people about it because it just is one thing after the other, isn't it? Like leave Disney, yeah. go and work abroad, get engaged, put a deposit on a house, like ha- have an engagement party, have a baby. Like what the hell? Like that is. I know it was it was crazy. You couldn't. I don't know you couldn't have you couldn't have planned it but it was just you know um I think you you're the same we're a big believer of things happen for a reason so I do always think you know there's a reason why I I self-termed and I came home when I did um because what I didn't know was that Adam was already thinking about proposing before we I, I did Disney so I guess that sort of almost 
got in the way of that but for for good reason I'm you know so it means that I was able to have that experience and then come home and then yeah just have the best year of my life (laughs) it really is like it just I'm so like and I think everyone that knows you will agree that like it couldn't have happened to a better person like you are just such a bright light for everyone um who like whose life you're a part of um you really are so oh I'm just so I love hearing that story it's just so so nice to hear and like I'm I'm like glad that you're happy to have shared that with everyone as well um yeah then obviously you had Arabella last year yeah it was 2019 April 2019 yeah so yeah. what so what is it I know we touched on it slightly earlier but what's it been like being a full-time mum in general but then also having to adapt to lockdown with a baby like you can't you can't do the normal things that you probably would do with a baby um during like nice. this time yeah so um you know since having Arabella she's just the most amazing person in the whole world I mean I could get emotional talking about it actually she's just she is incredible she I don't know you just she's just perfect like she's so funny she makes us laugh every day she makes us cry every day because of the things that she's like continuously doing and learning it's absolutely amazing but I completely I've listened to um a lot of sort of parent podcasts actually when I when I had her um I I got really got into listening to happy mum happy baby and it was sort of lots of people's different experiences of being parents and the struggles and the the ups and the downs and it's when people say like it's the most amazing but hardest job of your life that's so true it's just you there's nothing to prepare you for what comes with parenthood but you just sort of have to take it take it as best you can and I don't know I think someone I remember someone giving me the advice when I was pregnant that it's you know when your baby arrives as much as it's good to get advice from people and you know lots of people have got different experiences so it's good to sort of find out different opinions and stuff but at the end of the day it's your baby and you have to you know what's best for them and you you know what the right yeah. decision is to make so I think we've tried to be as much as best we can like easygoing parents just go with the flow um I bet you I, too like she is like gonna have the coolest parents in school with also like, <laughs> know about that. the coolest parents ever <laughs> oh well, we, we've just had like the best year so I tried to sort of throw myself into a lot of things um sort of almost from the beginning like I tried to do a lot of baby clubs I took her to swimming lessons and we got membership for the zoo so we had like lots of fun days out so I guess that's what that was one thing that I found difficult in lockdown was all of a sudden being restricted to finding things to do at home um and especially at the age that she was she was because she started to crawl and then walk during lockdown it was almost like right we've got to keep her even busier now so it it has been hard not just being able to go go and do fun things and you know she she has all her little baby friends that she's not been able to go and see Mm. and interact with so that's um that's been one of my worries I guess was how much of this is having an impact on her socially and um oh definitely like I mean but I I think that you just that means you step up a bit more as a mum and a dad doesn't it like you just yeah make sure that she can be getting as much as she can um but we do forget about newborns and about infants like it's as much as kids in school are struggling because they're not like learning what they might be in a classroom they've got way more opportunity to be learning the like those skills at home yeah another big concern with school kids isn't even the academic side of it it is the social aspect so (laughs) I mean I think you're doing like at least from a obviously I can only see what you're doing from a distance but I think you're doing an amazing job at like keeping her occupied and um thank you no yeah I think like I don't think I don't think you could be doing any better than um than you are personally oh thank you well I think the main thing is she's happy and she's healthy so yeah you just got to take each day at a time you know sometimes I will have a day where especially 
um, the last few days it's been bad weather. I mean, how lucky have we been with the hot weather that we've had during lockdown? Yeah. So that that means that we've been able to like take her out to the park, which she loves and go to the forest and things like that. But where we've had the rainy days, we have watched more TV, which you sometimes sit there and think, Oh, I'm a bad parent. She, she's watching like her 10th episode of Peppa Pig. <laughs> but then I think, yeah, but you know, she's, she's just happy to be with us. And I just think, yeah, you've got to, you've got to have those days where you just chill a bit more and, sort of you know regain your energy and strength and yeah <laughs> amazing like I um and like thank you for sharing all of that story I know that it's it's like a personal story and um it's it's just it's very refreshing to hear it honestly it really it really is and, like it just it, it mellows me down like I feel really like I feel really like calm after hearing it <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you yeah I've um I sent a a video message actually to my friends we've been instead of doing voice notes we've been doing video messages yeah and the other day one of them replied to mine saying oh my god hang on a minute can we just talk about the fact that you are such a mum and I was like what do you mean <laughs> and she was saying how just the way I was coming across on the video she said you just seem so old and like a mum and like a parent you just seem so so ahead of us I was like what are you joking <laughs> I'm still the goofy silly me but it was just funny to hear one of my friends that I've known since she's a university friend so she was just like whoa you just seem to have grown up so much <laughs> oh, amazing um well we'll take a another very short break before we uh, go into the last part of this podcast okay perfect Okay, so here comes the um, penultimate biggest question of your life. I know you're going to be like, Brad, why the hell are you asking me this question? I don't know <laughs> what is going on with the world. Um, but what's next? What's next for you um, in a nutshell? Like, what's the, what's the plan after this madness in lockdown? Yes. Um, well, I think having this time to reflect, I definitely... It's made me realise how much I want to like sort of dedicate more time to family and friends who live far away who I don't get to see often enough anyway you know pre-lockdown um I'd still only see friends and family like every couple of months things like that so this time has just made me realize how much I want to you know make sure I sort of make plans ahead of time and stick to them and you know we've been chatting with our Disney friends haven't we about sort of doing a trip away somewhere which would be amazing you know most of them I haven't even seen since Florida so it'd be it's just having yeah sort of dedicating some of my time to you know not being a mum and being myself where I can just be me again and yes and having things things to look forward to right like yeah definitely I mean everything that we talk about doing now I pretty much say to people next year we'll do this next year we'll do that because I guess with with the way things are at the moment you just don't know how long this is going to go on for so it's almost best to sort of plan so far in advance so then you can stick to it and save money for it and even yeah. though I'll be honest, uh, me and Joey were talking about the fact there's 220 pound um, flights to Florida in October and November. So, oh, that's tempting. <laughs> it is. It was like they might just be stealing our money because probably won't be able to go. But you know what? It's worth <laughs> the risk. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you on that. That's amazing. Um, I have I have one final question for you, and you can be as creative as you like with this. Okay. If you could be brunching anywhere in the world right now, where would it be? It doesn't doesn't have to be like a, it doesn't have to be like a restaurant. It can be like anywhere. I would say I almost want to like skip ahead, even though we have no wedding plans whatsoever. My ideal brunch would be the day after our wedding where we've got, because then that would mean everyone I love is in one room and it's you know it's it would be the perfect opportunity to just see everyone give everyone a cuddle 
have some nice have some nice food that was you know that would be my ideal brunch place where if I could be anywhere right now that's where I would be although I haven't made any wedding plans so <laughs> I keep pestering you, you know every time we talk I'm, I'm like putting a subtle hint like so what's going on with the wedding I know it's too difficult to think about at I the know, moment I know. but no that's that's a really that's a really cute um yeah like thing to think about like that morning after like you've it's all, all the stress is over like you've had the best day of your life and then like you said everyone's in one room and you can just yeah. just chill the hell out yeah definitely with free-flowing prosecco i'm guessing oh yeah like everyone's telling stories of the day before and what funny things happened and <laughs> it's just yeah it's the best isn't it when you catch up with people after a night out and you just reminisce oh yeah all, all the funny silly things that yeah <laughs> you'll be there with your with your I'll, I'll be coming to you with my horror stories and you have that whiskey ready for me and uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh good the good old days well l like it's been it's like i know that you're super busy with arabella and it is quite early um and like i'm just so thankful you've come on and had a chat with me and been open and honest and uh, oh, yeah, thank you for me. having me yeah no, honestly like I say like the the content comes from you guys and it just it means the world so thank you so much no oh, no thank you and well done thank you so <laughs> so this has been brunching with Bradley guys don't forget to go and subscribe or follow tell your friends come and join me for brunch every Wednesday and Sunday at 11 a.m and keep on brunching bye for now